What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And here we are on a bright and sunny Monday. I hope that you're safe and sound in whatever area of the country you're in. I know we're having some 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 weather out there. And here in Chicago, it's been snowing. But you know what? It's absolutely lovely because we just have the bright, beautiful sunshine shining down on us today. And I want you to just envision this scenario. So here I am, happy as can be because I get to talk to you today sitting in front of my big office window, looking out into the snow-crested ground with the sunshine just shining in my face as I sit behind my brand new MacBook Pro. I am so excited. I've been wanting this little little guy for a long time. And you know how it is. You talk yourself out of things and into things. Oh, my goodness. My my PC is my, my desktop is a PC. Is this going to cause problems and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I finally did it. I broke down and I, I treated myself to this, this beautiful piece of equipment. And it's so fun to be broadcasting from it today. And I have to tell you, the whole... Apple experience was has been such a fabulous experience for me. I've never I've never indulged on this level. Uh, you know, I have my iPhone, but I go to the Verizon store to pick that up, and it's not any big deal. They really don't, you know, talk about culture. Not they really don't help you with the thing there, right? But it's a good service. Uh, but I've never experienced shopping at the Apple store. And it was like going to Disneyland. It was really fun. You know, you it's 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 kind of funny because at the end of this experience you pull out the charge card or the checkbook or whatever it is and, and you write this huge honk and check and you don't mind. It's like, okay, I'm happy to spend this money. I'm having so much fun and I'm learning so much that I'm just gonna hand it over to you and be just fine with that. What a different experience. And I have been just fine with it. It's it's been fun. And I talk about that because the whole Apple culture just, I mean, what word comes to mind when you think of Apple and Steve Jobs? Innovation, right? Visionary, right? All of those wonderful, big, big thinking pictures come to mind. And for the entrepreneurs who are listening out there, those are some really, really important qualities to have. But, but, here's the big but, right? Sometimes we lose ourselves in our business. We lose ourselves in the the commitments of going back and forth between wearing that entrepreneurial hat, that that employer hat, that creative hat, the bookkeeper hat, the mom or dad hat, the wife or husband hat, the mother or daughter, whatever it is. And 
we wear so many hats that that innovative piece of us, that creator inside of all of us, so often has to take a back seat. And for entrepreneurs especially, and of course for artists, singers, songwriters, anyone who's creative, to to shelf your abilities is actually very, very destructive. We're not happy because we're not living true to our values. We're not living into our purpose when we do this. And so we'll, we'll see signs of it, right? We'll see signs like sadness, disconnection, maybe even depression, um, maybe some moodiness, some feelings of being overwhelmed. Uh, it can surface as anger, so many emotions can come up and we may not even know what's going on inside of us and, and why we're feeling in this space. So if you are a busy entrepreneur or a busy artist, whatever, if you're a creative person, well, and you know, I like to think that all of us are creative and we just don't recognize it in the way that, that we should. But creative people cannot shelf their innovative spirit. It's so important and we get mired in the, in the muck of our business and our innovation abilities, our innovative abilities take a back seat to those daily tasks and short-term goals and, and to managing and parenting and so on and so forth. We can't let this happen, okay? You, we have to pay attention to it. That visionary is still in there somewhere. And I'm challenging you to step back into that piece of yourself, to allow that piece of yourself to just spark and flourish in 2014. This is a good time to find her or him, that, that piece of yourself within. Why not do more at the end of this year than just a year-end review and goal setting and strategy and, and those things that we try and push ourselves to do? We don't want to just evaluate our progress and goals and strategies for the new year. This is a good time to cultivating that creative genius as well. It's, as I said, very, very important because we're kind of snuffing out a part of ourselves that is a major, major driver, the passion, the love, the, you know, all of the things that make us tick. And I've been there. I can fall into that space myself where I have lots of clients and I have lots of writing to do and, and you know, the strategies to create. And, and, and then I forget about the other parts of the business that I love. So I'm guessing that there are many of you out there just like me who lets this piece of yourself just kind of fall to the wayside. And today we're going to talk about letting it resurface. You know, it's easy to fall into the belief when we, when we stuff this part of ourselves that we're not so creative and innovative, that we don't have great ideas, that we can't take our business to the next level. You can believe that your business growth can no longer rely on innovative concepts. Just, you know, keeping your head above water seems like enough. It's, it's so difficult for you that you, you just don't have time for it. And that's what I want to help you diminish today. Those thoughts, those belief systems that are keeping you stuck and keeping you from moving forward and keeping you from 
being the brilliant genius that you really are. Now let's talk a little bit about being a visionary and what that means, okay? Innovation is about seeing things in a different way. I like to say, you know what? You're an entrepreneur. Don't think outside of the box. Get rid of the damn box altogether, right? We don't need boxes. We're not linear, linear people. Linear people. Sorry about that. We're we're expansive thinkers. And so just, you know, close your eyes right now, envision that box. For me, it's just it's four white lines on a black surface and just give it a boot, you know, get rid of it. We don't need a box, okay? We need to think in it just the way that we love to think. And that includes just imagining things that don't have to have limits. I mean, come on, if if somebody didn't sit around thinking one day, hey, we can we can travel to the moon, it would have never happened. People laughed at people who created automobiles and trains and space shuttles and who thought the earth was round instead of flat. I mean, people laughed at them. So it's about thinking in a very different way. Now, what are the consequences, the negative consequences? Well, some people see it as negative. Many don't. The things that you may perceive as a negative consequence is that people will challenge you, right? People will push back. People will tell you you're full of hooey. People will maybe even make fun of you or laugh at you. And people may hesitate to get on board with your ideas, right? But true visionaries, I mean, think the Seth Godins of the world, they like to be challenged. They like it when people push back. Now, I don't think many people challenge people of that level anymore. I don't think Steve Jobs was challenged very much in in recent years. Seth Godin, you know, people who are these incredible visionaries of our time, I don't think they're challenged very much. But when you and I are putting ourselves out there emotionally by stepping into our visionary thinking, we will be challenged. So it's not about the status quo. It's not about going onto Facebook or into social media, wherever you go, and into conversations and agreeing with everything others say. It's about putting your own spin to it, thinking beyond, thinking bigger, pushing back, challenging others, challenging yourself. And this takes a lot of chutzpah, right? It takes tons of energy. And, and so the first step, is that we have to take care of ourselves so that we have that energy. And I know, easier said than done, but stepping into small practices like meditation and getting back into your exercise, watching what you eat instead of stuffing down the fast food, um, things like this, things that spark your energy and take care of your, your physical space, your body, are really, really important to innovators. And so begin there. Just look at your habits as you go into this new year. And, and I'm not talking necessarily about achieving huge weight loss or, or, or becoming buff all of a sudden. I'm just talking about getting off your butt and onto the bike or onto the treadmill, you know, 20 minutes a day. And you know what's really cool is, for me anyway, so now here's where people will push back for me. I meditate when I'm on a training, a piece of training equipment. I can totally just meditate. And the way that I do that is I watch my muscles. I envision my muscles. 
as they strain under the pressure of the workout or as they benefit from it, I should say. I envision the blood pumping and I envision, you know, the muscles firming. And and this for me is very, very meditative. So this discussion we're having, well, this monologue (laughs) that we're having today is actually about, you know, multitasking. And I'm typically not a believer in multitasking, but in these mindful ways, I think that it's very beneficial. So think about what you can do to hop on a treadmill more often, get yourself in shape more often, um, replace junk meals. For instance, my challenge meal of the day is breakfast. And we're going to talk about how we can do that with greater ease when we come back from this break. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years, and now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome back. We're here talking about innovative thinking and and being the visionary that you are and tapping back into that for 2014. And point number one is so important because all of that does take energy. You're going to be challenged not only uh, in terms of your own self-growth and awareness, but by others. And so as we went into break, I was, I was saying that meals, the way you eat, is, is very important because we want to keep up that energy. And I was sharing that, you know, my challenge meal of the day is breakfast. 
And and so what I've started doing in the last six months is having a protein shake with my veggies and fruit right in the shake. And then a few hours later, having like an egg or something like that. And that has totally taken that eating challenge off my plate. No pun intended. Um, so what we're looking at here, the reason I tell that story is because I want to express how simple this can be. Just cite the challenges in, in each of these categories of taking care of yourself, fitness, eating, you know, rest time, break time, and find very, very bite-sized, simple solutions to them, okay? This is not brain science here, well, brain surgery, it is brain science. <laughs> so keep it simple, that's my whole point here, okay? So take care of yourself, cite a few simple things, and I'm not saying lose 30 pounds and go to the gym four times a week and change your diet entirely in 2014. Cite some simple things that you can do to take better care of your brain and your body and your mind in 2014, and just do what you can, okay? The second thing is to bust out of your routine. Now, this, here's why, okay, innovation, as I said, is about seeing things in a different way, right? It's about doing things differently. So here you are training your brain to be on autopilot by taking the same route to work every day, by creating the same meals for yourself every day, by seeing the same people every day, by being in the same office space every day, and so on and so forth. You get the picture, right? You're not teaching your brain to connect to that innovative part of yourself if you're you're off doing these mundane routine tasks and and uh, performing in the same way every day so get out of your rut wake up your right brain by going places you normally wouldn't go talk to new people do things simple things in a different way like like brush your teeth with with your non-dominant hand okay visit thought-provoking places like museums museums if there's anything that can get the creative juices flowing for you it's being in awe of something creative in a museum or something that just boggles your mind and gets your brain thinking here in Chicago we have um, the Museum of Science and Industry. And, you know, you just, you go into this place and you think, how do things like this happen? Or how do people think of these things? And and what what can I do to to explore this idea even further? And, and how did this person get to this conclusion and to try and reconstruct that process? You know, it's just, Amazing, or even the beautiful, beautiful, we're blessed with the most amazing art museum here, the Art Institute, and and to go in and just, wow, to witness those works and, and the fact that someone can actually produce these magnificent pieces of art from a simple human being and body is incredible. And so stepping into that space as you can, going to the theater, you know, you want to stimulate your creativity and open your mind to all of the possibilities. So even something simple, we're talking about keeping this simple. Remember, we're talking about multitasking on, on a different kind of a level in a different kind of a space. 
Even doing something simple, like taking a new route to work, can do the trick, right? Or, um, I, you know, I, I have a tenant here in my home, and uh, this morning he says to me, so you're, you're going to Starbucks again, huh? Because I leave the house every morning. That's how I start my day. And I smiled, and I said, yeah, one of them. And he said, well, I thought you always went to this one. And I said, no, I don't like routine. And he kind of looked at me strange because I'm in the routine of leaving the house first thing after I get dressed every single morning, right? And I said, I love the routine of getting out of the house because I work from home, but I don't go to the same space every day. And I do. I have probably about 10 different spaces that that I go between depending on my mood or what I want to achieve or who I want to see. And... And so, to me, that's not routine, right? It's helping me break out of routine because I'm pushing myself out of the house where I'll spend in my wonderful, lovely little office here where I'll spend much of the rest of the day on a typical Monday through Thursday. So, you know, ask yourself as your simple goal here, ask yourself what routines you're in that you can change to just kind of stimulate the creativity in you. I mentioned brushing your teeth with your non-dominant hand, okay? Why is that important? Because it stimulates the opposite side of your brain, which is usually your creative brain, okay? And uh, it's the same thing in journaling. If you write rather than type, or some people just think their thoughts, like gratitude is a big one, okay? People often just lay there and think their gratitude thoughts. And I'm telling you, the difference between that and journaling them is huge because, again, you're touching that creative space in your brain through your penmanship, through holding pen to paper and taking that creative, relaxing step. So... That's the second that's the second little tip. Bust out of your routines, see where you can challenge yourself to do something different, okay? In a very simple way. All right. Number 3. Brainstorm often. As a busy entrepreneur, it's just too easy to implement the ideas and solutions that first come to mind, okay? The thing is that The real gems lie far beneath those, far beneath those. Um, And and there's, there's an exception here. Here's what I'm talking about. When you sit down with intention to brainstorm, say with your team or your coach or in a mastermind group, your employees, your family, whoever you brainstorm with, even with yourself, the, the first ideas are usually just kind of stepping stone ideas. Okay, but because we're busy and because we're tired and we're preoccupied, it's very tempting to just concentrate on those first few ideas and pound them into the ground until we find a way to make them work, sort of. Okay, that's what I'm talking about when I say those gems are covered beneath the first few ideas. However, there's an exception to that. When you meditate, listen to those first thoughts. Listen to those messages that come to you or or those visuals that come to you. When you release resistance and release thought altogether and you're in a relaxed space like the shower or drifting off at night or first waking up in the morning or in meditation, as I said, 
those ideas, those concepts, those messages are the gems. Okay. And again, don't pound them into the ground. Allow them to unfold. It's magical when you can step into that space. It's absolutely magical. But in the brainstorming environment, those innovative ideas are, are under those initial ideas. So wake up your brain by pushing to find better, more innovative ideas. And here's a little trick. Isn't it easier to solve other people's problems? I sure think so. <laughs> you know, I mean, as a business coach, I can, I'll be very, very honest. And I'll say that I can help other people with their business a hundred times easier than I can help myself. I may have the same issue that I'm helping five clients with, but to turn the situation around and find the solutions for me is so much harder. And so that's why I work with other people and coaches on my own business as well. Okay, so here's my point. Since it's easier to solve other people's problems and have ideas for other people's businesses and such, Begin with fictitious situations and challenges. Ask yourself crazy questions like, if a new amusement park, a big, huge amusement park, were to open in my area, what, what about it could attract thousands or even millions of people? What could they do to make this amusement park so unique that it would, it would compete with Disney? Okay, Or you can do something simpler like check out the grocery store and say, how can that grocery store improve its image and boost sales? How can this grocery store drive more traffic through their doors? How can they really increase their sales? How could they become more of a part of the community of the neighborhood and be more significant and top of mind for, for its customers? How could that grocery store really lend value? So you see the point I'm getting at? The reason that you're going to do this is because you're again you're training that part of your your mind and again the same thing here come up with a list of ideas maybe 10 of them and then keep going because the better ideas are underneath how how high can you go can you come up with 50 ideas 50 ways that that grocery store could really shift its its um its brand in the market can you brainstorm and and really come up with some ideas that have some value. Now, the multitasking part of this, brainstorm while you're in the shower, while you're working out or walking to work. You know, once you're in a habit of allowing all your ideas to surface, no matter how crazy they may seem, turn your attention to your own business then. And again, don't pressure yourself. That resistance will create a problem. You've been training your creative brain to step up and dig deep. It's not going to let you down now. Practice on other people's problems, OPP, other people's problems, and then turn your mind's eye to your own business and your own growth and your own visionary thinking and how it can affect your life and your business and your family. It'll be wonderful experience for you. We're going into our next break. And when we come back, we're going to step into the fourth concept. We're having fun. See you in a moment.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Join host Kalen Amadio for Act Local, marketing for small business. Kalen helps concerned, confused, and even clueless small business entrepreneurs market simply, safely, and successfully. Join Kalen for some Monday morning marketing madness that will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing for your local business, this marketing black belt will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kalen will feature a new tip that you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. Act Local Marketing for Small Business airs every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Rockstar Radio network do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman too polite to be political too nice to be real tame even though you really want to be unleashed like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending well cinderella has left the ball and it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings welcome to the chic speak the polite woman's guide to self-expression with your host jen duchenne the chic speak is the woohoo radio network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices so you can be seen heard appreciated and celebrated Join us on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for your weekly dose of Le Chic Speak with your host, Jen Duchenne, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. All righty, so we're on to tip number four. And again, I'm trying to keep these so simple for you that it doesn't feel like just another thing to do. Now, tip number four kind of conflicts with something I said earlier about your best ideas being way beneath your initial thoughts, but it'll make sense to you. And this one is, don't stop at one idea, okay? Because here's the thing. Too often, brainstorming sessions are limited because we believe that we have to expand on just that one brilliant idea. We, we go into these sessions and we think, okay, this is it. We're going to come up with the gem. We're, we're going to change the world, you know, or at least change our company, right? And so there are other concepts that may come up that kind of get left on the cutting room floor, but you never know what you're leaving behind. Some ideas may be worth further exploration. So it's worth the time to really call out your ideas. And, you know, if you have other people that you can assign that, that uh, research or exploration to, that's great, like, like employees. And, and if not, then carve out a little time for yourself and expand 
on your ideas. Do some research, give them more thought, whatever it is. Take the ones that seem to have some potential to them. Instead of constantly or, or, or being persistent about pushing and pushing for the one big idea. Because remember, in brainstorming, the good idea comes from the combination of what you're hearing and what you're receiving and what you're coming up with. It doesn't necessarily just come out of somebody's mouth and you all look at each other and go, oh my gosh, it's perfect, it's perfect. So don't move too fast, I guess is what I'm saying when you're brainstorming, either with yourself or with others. Allow it to be a fun activity and just allow the time, allow it to, to go you know, freely and without criticism and uh, make it fun. Okay, here's a big one. Here's a big one. Number five, let go of the excuses, guys. Okay, here we are. You know, we know that creative ideas are great, but if you don't have the time and the money to implement them, well, they're not worth the paper that you've written them on or the whiteboard that you've written them on or whatever, right? Okay, this is true. However, Think of all the brilliant leaders of our times who would not have invented incredible, incredible things if they let excuses like lack of time and resources get in their way. Okay, this is what stops most entrepreneurs from succeeding. They give up. They think, oh, well, that would take a lot of time or that would take a lot of money or I don't know people who can help me with that. And they quit. A lack of resources, turn it around. Okay, here's your million-dollar mindset for the day. Your lack of resources could be a very good thing, and here's why. It's going to push you to get more resourceful. It's going to push you to get more creative. It's going to push you to get out there and meet more people. It's going to push you to ask for help, okay? Those are tough things to do. I'll give you an example from my own life. The other day, I had this amazing experience i have to say a group of us uh, who are friends of jjr marketing here in naperville uh the owner the co-owner is jackie ruiz camacho my dear friend uh and jackie has this wonderful client called named essence medispa in chicago in the north side fabulous amazing place i've been to a lot of spas in my life and i'll tell you what this one takes the cake okay well, they invited 10 influential women to come experience a day at the spa, and they closed down the spa for us, okay? I mean, wow, what an experience. And they sent a limousine out to the western suburbs to pick up those of us who were a little further away. So here we are in this limousine. I think there were six of us in the limousine. And uh, really impressive, wonderful influencers. And... You know, there's some knowledge that I need to attain for my coaching business. And so I'm not going to say on air what that is. I'm not going to make myself that vulnerable, but <laughs> I need some help. I need a mentor who has been through some certain processes to help me really, really get a better grasp of them. And so I put that out there. I, I asked the ladies, okay, who do you know who? And I explained what I needed. And it wasn't easy for me to be vulnerable like that. You know, I'm this successful business coach and author, right? Yeah, right. I need things too. I need help too. And so I did. And 
you know, I could have stepped into that very different space of, oh, I want all these women to think I'm as, as successful as they are. I can't be vulnerable. I can't let them know that I need help. I could have stepped into that space, but I didn't. I chose because I'm being, I'm stepping into that visionary piece, that, that innovative piece where I see my business growing in a different direction. Um, and so I allowed myself to let go of the excuse, let go of the ego and ask for help. And two women out of those other five women, two out of five spoke up and said, I know somebody, I know somebody who would do that with you. I do. And, and so look what can happen when you let go of the fear and let go of the excuses. Okay. So those are that's that's one simple example of what I'm talking about here. But I'll give you a bigger example. Okay, we we all probably at this point know what crowdsourcing and crowdfunding are, right? These are amazing platforms where we harness the power of a crowd, whether it's for talent or money. We're harnessing the power of strangers, people we don't even know. And why do you think those platforms were born? Huh? right? Because they were born out of lack of resources, right? Entrepreneurs don't have the money that they need to launch these amazing businesses. And so they go out there and they find people who do. Entrepreneurs don't have enough employees and financial resources, perhaps, to hire a team to to take their business to the next level. So they go into the crowdsourcing platforms and they find the people who can help them whether it's on a one-time basis or a longer-term basis. And so brilliant ideas and tools like these are born out of a lack of resources. They're born of a need for more resources for entrepreneurs, and you never know what genius solutions like this will come your way if you remove that lack mentality and open your mind to all of the possibilities because I'll tell you what there are many so the next time you find yourself saying well I can't afford that well I don't know anybody who can do that or I don't have the time to do that darn it push yourself push yourself harder because I'm challenging you as your virtual coach because that's who I like to think of myself as during these podcasts and and at my ink space I'm challenging you to push yourself harder Okay, I don't have the $10,000 in my bank account to do that, but how can I do it differently? How can I do it in a way that perhaps I either don't need $10,000 or I can raise the capital to make it happen? Okay, who do I know? Who do they know? Connect yourself with influencers. If you do one thing in 2014, That is the most important thing you can do for your business is to connect yourself with influencers and to create two-way relationships with those influencers. And I do mean two-way. You can't take and take without the giving. Now, sometimes when I say that, we're getting a little off topic here, but I think this is important to know. Sometimes when I say that, um, you know, I, I mean even though you're connecting with influencers and it's got to be a two-way, maybe it's not two-way with that person. You know, we, we all talk about paying it forward. You may connect with a mentor who doesn't really need anything from you, 
accept your willingness to work hard and to do what he or she would love to see you do with their information and their resources, okay? So they're not wasting their time. But then someday you're going to be that mentor. You're going to be that person. So when I say a two-way street, it doesn't mean that it is a two-way street directly connected to the person that you're you're working with. So connect yourself with influencers, create relationships with them, and let go of those excuses because I'm here to tell you that with that million-dollar mindset in place, anything really is possible, okay? You just have to open your mind. And here's another really challenging one, number six, banish fear and doubt. (laughs) You're laughing at that one, aren't you, right? Why? Because it's easier said than done. It's not easy to get rid of fear. Fear can drive you. Fear fear can can really just create like this immobile mindset, right? Where you just, you're frozen. Um, Fear is a place that will keep you stuck for as as long as you allow it. Those gremlins in your head can only limit your creative capacity and exhaust your body and mind, okay? And you're going to encounter them. It's going to happen. I don't think that we can find an entrepreneur on the face of this earth or or an executive leader or really anybody, to be very honest, on the face of this earth that doesn't encounter fear when they're challenging themselves or even oftentimes when they're not because fear immobilizes you. And you're still having the fear, even though you're not challenging yourself, right? Okay. One thing you can do is to be very playful playful in that innovative process. And remember that taking it too seriously will invite that doubt and the self-sabotage that you may be experiencing. Not all your ideas will be brilliant, okay? So don't beat yourself up for it. Or if you're not coming up with ideas, don't beat yourself up. Allow it. Move into that allowing space that you hear me talking about and just appreciate where you're at right in the moment. I really doubt that even Steve Jobs expected to come up with genius ideas 100% of the time. Okay? Remember, profound words of the day, you're looking for that one gem. And gems are rare. You're looking for a gem. And gems are rare. Don't beat yourself up. Allow this process to occur naturally. If you're connected, then it will. We're going into our final break of the day. You're here with me, Marla Tabaka. You can find me at marlatabaka.com. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's not just time for a change, is it? It's much bigger than that. Can you feel it? It's time for a transformation. Will you now imagine that you can and will transform your life? Will you suspend your disbelief and imagine that all things are not just possible, but probable? Imagine that you will meet guides, mentors, and trusted friends who believe in you, hold your hand as they point the way, and teach you to trust your own wisdom. The first of these friends is spiritual girlfriend Gail Carruthers. Gail will show you how to believe. 
Believe your perfect divine wisdom will reveal your worthiness. Believe that knowing your power will open your boundless courage. Courage to live consciously, fearlessly, and joyfully. And then know, know all these things are already here and waiting for you to bring them into your divine life. She is here to help you discover, believe, and know. So join Gail, your spiritual girlfriend, every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, Everything You Want to Know But Didn't Know What to Ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific, on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And if you like what you hear on the Million Dollar Mindset here with me, I would love to invite you to a complimentary coaching consultation. Is coaching right for you? It's not right for everybody. Some people aren't ready for coaching or or they may be at a space where they really need more of a mentor and there is a difference between mentoring and coaching. Or some people are in a space where they would really benefit more greatly from therapy or from a mastermind group. I mean, there are just, you know, tons of options out there. But do remember that successful people do have coaches. And I would pretty much challenge you to talk to anyone who you see as successful and ask them if they've ever been coached in their lives. Most of them will say yes. Uh, Sometimes it's not on an official basis, and uh, sometimes it is. But successful people do have coaches. And at the height of his career, Michael Jordan had seven coaches. And I'll tell you, only a few of those were athletic coaches. The rest were for mind, body, spirit, okay, connections. So remember, everybody needs a coach at one time in their life or for the rest of their life. Um, I have a friend who is a really successful realtor, very, very successful. And I asked him what the secret to his success was, and he smiled. He said, I have been coaching every single week of my life for the last five years. Every single week for the last five years. And that's what he credits his success to, all that he's learned and, and uh, gained from that experience and all of the self-growth. He's worked hard. It's not the coach. I mean, coaches work hard, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's what he's gleaned from those opportunities with a coach that has uh, brought him to such a peak in his career and such a, a wonderfully happy space in his life. 
And so consider that the consultation is absolutely free to you. And uh, we can talk about it. Just email me at Marla at Marla Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A dot com. And we'll chat about how coaching can help you and what coaching environment can help you the best. I look forward to that. So going into break, we're talking about banishing the doubt and fear. And as I said, I really, I know, and again, this comes from my personal heart and space, that banishing doubt and fear is very, very, very difficult for some. Uh, There are some people out there who can say, oh, that's, that's just my imagination doing that and walk away from it and bless their hearts, right? But there are other people out there who have a typical struggle and there are others who really, really, really struggle. And it's not uncommon for entrepreneurs to to dismiss their luck, their their good fortune, I'm sorry, their success as luck and good fortune, okay? And so when we diminish the things that we have done in our lives, it, it really feeds into that doubt and fear of our ability to do something that we would deem significant. And if you're like that, if you're one of those people, I would challenge you to think about what you you deem significant because you may be chasing a star that can't be caught because nothing will ever be good enough for you. So one of the modalities that I use in my coaching practice and my personal life is the emotional freedom techniques. Um, Incredible, incredible techniques that do banish doubt and fear and and uh, anxiety and even depression at times and it's a very powerful technique so you can look that up emotional freedom techniques EFT or also known as tapping if you think you're in a space where doubt and fears is really paralyzing you because you'll just keep going in a vicious cycle um, if if you don't do something about what is at the core of those feelings and those fears very important that you get to the core with a professional. EFT is touted as a self-help tool, but I'll tell you what, uh, it's something you also want to use with a qualified practitioner. Okay, It's a self-help tool for little things. Uh, Traffic jam, anger, and frustration. Um, Maybe some fear about public speaking if it's not huge, huge fear. If it's big fear and you're really stuck, get a practitioner. Um, Smaller things, but when you need to go deep, you need a practitioner. And I'll tell you, in 2013, I at one point had three EFT practitioners to deal with um, the... The, the coming loss of my mother, whom, with whom I was very, very, very close. And I had, had I not had those people in my life, um, yeah, it would have been a very, very different year for me. And instead, I look back at it now, even though I've lost the most amazing woman in the world in my life, um, I look back at it now as a magical year of self-discovery and self-growth. And I look back on it with, with joy instead of loss, fear, anger, and many of the typical emotions that go with grief. So an incredible tool, incredible tool. So if you're stuck in that cycle, please do seek out help and get yourself through it because you can and because you deserve it. Okay, finally, tip number seven, engage others. Very important. And now we've touched on that already a couple of times uh, during this little talk here, but 
you know, remember, a single person can do some pretty cool things, right? She single-handedly did this and that and the other thing, you know? Yeah, a single person can achieve greatness, right? But a collaborative community can achieve true greatness. And if you're looking for that level of success and happiness in your life that you consider greatness, and again, that's subjective, right? What is greatness to you? What is success to you? What is happiness to you? Then you need people around you. It takes a community. It takes a village, okay? Visionaries usually don't act alone. In fact, true visionaries the people that we're talking about today, the Steve Jobs, the Seth Godin's, the, you know, um, Sir Richard Branson's of the world, they come up with the ideas and other people implement them, right? Okay, so you don't, you don't have to do it alone. In fact, I'm here to say that you probably, I don't use this word often, but you probably can't do it alone. And if you're trying to do it alone, there's your mistake. There's the problem. There's what you're hung up on. Now, I don't mean run out and find a business partner. You don't have to do that. In fact, I really wish people would come to me for coaching before they join forces with a business partner because there's a lot of problems that you can encounter if you're not fully, fully prepared and if you don't go into it properly. What I mean is, again, mentors, creative and supportive friends and family, peers, your coach, um, you know, who are the collaborative partners who you can enlist to take these next steps in 2014? Remember, people want to help. The challenge is that you have to ask. And many entrepreneurs don't want to ask. And I will say that, not to be gender biased here, but women have a particularly difficult time asking for help in business, okay, because, hey, we're supposed to be superwoman, right? We're supposed to be able to raise the family, keep the house clean, get dinner on the table at night, keep a husband happy and joyful in a marriage, and be a great daughter, and go to the parent-teachers organizations, and contribute, and be a leader in other places outside of business, and blah, 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 right? We're supposed to do it all. Well, not, okay? Ask for help. Ask for mentors. Find a coach. Um, ask if you have to ask family members. I mean, I can't tell you how many businesses I've coached where um, women have had a product and well, men too. And their shipping station is their dining room. And the family pitches in and they, they pack and they, they send out the orders and they even sometimes make the product in their home. It's crazy. But you know what? Small businesses start out that way. And the problem comes is, is if you grow and you don't grow beyond your dining room. So that's when that becomes a problem. But ask for help. Enlist help. You need it. You deserve it. Set up meetings. You know, buy the pizza and have some fun. People want to help you. Your unofficial partners may be willing to carry out tasks, do a little research, help package things, whatever it is. Introduce you to influencers like my friends in the limousine the other day and certainly be there to offer you some emotional support. So create your village. Who's your tribe? Who's in it? 
Make a list of those people. And again, don't stop at 10. Can you get to 50? Can you get to 100? People that you may not have talked to in a while. You might want to reach out to them in 2014. And if you do it right, they'll probably be very, very happy to reconnect with you. So I hope that these seven tips help. I want to tell you that these are available, all but the first one, the taking care of yourself piece. Um, I just threw that in there. Um, on in my ink article space over at ink.com. So to get there, go to inkinc.com slash author slash Marla Tabaka. And, uh, you know, since this is obviously a podcast, you could be listening to this two years from today. And so the... Um, the name of this article is Six Ways to Find Your Inner Visionary in 2014. And today's date is December 9th, 2013. So go on and find that article instead of taking notes here, whatever. And uh, let me know. Let me know in 2013 the things that are challenging you, the things that are helping you, the things that you're changing. And certainly if you're looking for a coach or if you think you may be interested in coaching, reach out to me through my website at MarlaTabaka.com. You'll also find me on Twitter, Marla Tabaka, and Facebook, Marla Tabaka. So I'm under my own brand. I should be pretty easy to find out there for you. I sure do look forward to hearing from you. And uh, I hope that this, this discussion here today helped you to open up that inner visionary and that innovative, innovative thought process that you are so truly capable of. And I'll look forward to seeing you next week here on TogiNet. And I don't know what we'll be discussing yet for next week. So why don't you send me some ideas over at MarlaTabaka.com and let me know what you'd like to learn about, what you'd like to hear about. And uh, who knows, maybe you'd like to even come on the show and be challenged a little bit by Coach Marla. I look forward to that. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if